It's an old-fashioned tonight, by the way. That's an old-fashioned. Uh, kind of like Purdue. Uh, playing Northwestern in the same old-fashioned way every darn time they play them. Uh, Purdue uh, beats Northwestern 105-96. to Improves to 20-2 and on the season. Knocks a few years off all of your lives in the process. Um, and, but they get the win. They get the win. And, and as they do it, Chris Collins, uh, Chris Collins, a little baby meltdown, leaves the court, cries a lot. Took me a little while. I had to put that image together. <clears throat> I had to put that image together. I know some of you don't like the clinking of the, the ice. I've heard that. I'm not deaf to it. I see your comments. They don't bother me. Um, so if you don't like the clinking advice, just just kind of hit the mute button for a second. Because as I've told some of you, it's my buffer. It's What I'm doing is I've created a thing, right? Because many said, oh, I like the clinking advice. I did it one time and I got comments. So I was like, all right, it's better than me sitting there and blaring, uh, staring blindly at the screen until the, the video feed spools up. So that's why I clink the ice. Now, why does Purdue struggle so mightily with... Versus Northwestern. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I actually do know. Uh, their guards are really good. So let me do this. Let me go through a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of thoughts. A wide range of emotions. I'm in a glass box of emotions. Uh, but first, before I do it, let me thank the people who made this sweatshirt. That's the good folks at Homefield Apparel. Head over to homefieldapparel.com right now. Enter Boiled23 at checkout. It's going to stay 23, I believe. I reached out to my friends over there and they said, stay with it, stay with it, stay the course. So, Boiled23 at checkout, get 15% off your first purchase. And when you're on campus, like tonight, I was not on campus, I'm here. I'm in the studio, as they say. Uh, but when you're on campus, head over to AJ's on Vine, grab a burger, grab a pint, take a load off, take a deep breath, something I couldn't do for the last hour and a half. And just, just enjoy yourself over there. The good folks will help you there. There'll be TVs on the wall so you can watch games like I've got over here in the quad view. Um, that's AJ's on Vine. Burgers, beef, and beer. AJ's by the fire station. If you have, a, if you have a, an adult beverage or a, a, just a refreshing one, take a sip. Take a deep breath. Because that one is is tough that is a tough game because if you're if you're a guy who likes history or a girl who likes history you probably are thinking man we've been here before haven't we didn't it feel a lot like the last couple games Purdue's played northwestern boo boo he's an incredible talent there's no doubt about that but barry is right there behind him purdue held him in check for a couple possessions i think two possessions in a row he took shots and he missed them and then morton trying to fight over the top of the pick um, well, no, that's wrong. It was another possession that happened twice, right? Uh, one time he gets fouled shooting the three, hits all three of his shots. Then he takes another three later. Um, Morton fought, fought over the top of the pick like I've been begging these players to do. Fight over the top of the pick, get a hand in the face. He did his job. Barry kicks his foot out, which is illegal, by the way, if you don't know that. They, they, that was one of those point of emphasis rules. NCAA talked about that, I think, starting last year. And continue it this year that players are not supposed to kick their leg out to draw the foul. Well, Barry kicks his foot out and he falls on his ankle and then he cries. The next time down, he his his ankle's okay and he 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 drives to the basket and he's he, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. Good for him. Miraculous healing. That's awesome. 
Barry's a hell of a player. Bowie's a hell of a player. Barnheiser's a hell of a player. Everybody's a hell of a player when they play Purdue. They're all they're all the best when they play Purdue. Northwestern's a good team. Uh, they're they're solid. Should that game be that close? No, shouldn't. It's a poor matchup. My wife, I said, I said this is a bad matchup for Purdue. For Purdue, no matter how you slice it, it just looks like every time they play them, they play them. It's gonna be hard. Uh, doesn't matter if you got the Mackie magic on your side or not. It's still gonna be difficult. Um, and so, be happy. Enjoy the fact Purdue won their twentieth game of the year. That's huge. I said these four games were a big, big part of the season. Very important part of the season. Um, and so now they're 2-0. and First two of the four games, if you're a math guy or girl. So that's good. That's positive. What's not positive is some of their problems with guard-happy offenses. This is, a, this is a problem, right? This is a problem. And um, one thing that was really cool, you probably saw this, Purdue played zone quite a bit. And I'm not uh, – it's very interesting to me. People uh, think that if you – on Twitter – I'm watching the Purdue highlights right now on BTN. Um, they think if you criticize Painter, then you hate him. Uh, now listen, I criticize Painter, and he deserves criticizing. When he deserves it, I give it to him. When he deserves praise, I give it to him. Painter did something today that I actually praise. They tried his own. They tried it for, what, two or three possessions. It wasn't successful. Do you stop then? No, I'll tell you why you don't. you got to do it a couple times to get ready for this in March. Get ready for this situation in March. You're going to play better guard-heavy teams if you get far into the tournament. This is modern college basketball. What Purdue plays is not modern college basketball. Purdue plays with good pace. Purdue plays with great efficiency on defense and offense, but they do not play well against guard-heavy teams. With guys, guys that can bring up the ball and score. Let's look back. How Can you remember the Alabama game? I can. Couldn't stop him either. Sears, right? Is that his name, LBD? Uh, Alabama. Sears. Sears. Goodness gracious. I swear half the time. Um, anyway, yeah, Sears. So this is a thing. This is a problem, right? They, they've had this problem before. They're going to struggle versus Illinois uh, with Terrence Shannon in the, in the lineup. They're going to. We talked a little bit about that on the handsome hour. Um, Purdue's defense, uh, Lance Jones was pretty solid. He did a good job trying to hold Bowie in check. He had a couple really nice stops. Jones and Lawyer got in foul trouble almost right away. If you didn't watch it, I'm sure you did. I'm sure all of you watch this. I don't even know why I'm talking about it. Just my opinions. Um, Lawyer played really well in the first half offensively, was hunting for a shot, did big things. In the second half, it was Lance Jones pouring it all and Edie missing so many damn free throws. Now, we can say what we want. Edie gets 30 and 15, I think. I'll double check that with the stats here in a second. But I think it was 30 and 15. That's incredible. Um the people that, you know, are voting for player of the year, they've already given it to him pretty much. Games like this where he gets 30 and 15. Yep, they're like, yep, normal Zach Eady game. It was not normal Zach Eady game. Zach Eady struggled from the free throw line. That's a big deal. If he hits his free throws, I bet, see, I haven't looked at how many he missed yet, but I bet he has 37, 39 points if he just goes to his normal percentage. This is my guess. It felt like that anyway. It felt like he missed about nine Something like that. <clears throat> you got, we'll, we'll all look at that in a second together. But like I said, uh, Northwestern has great guards. Great guards. And they have goons for days. They just threw goons at Edie. Did everything they could with those goons. 
I made a horrible Twitter post at halftime in which I gave, I awarded Barnheiser three fouls and somebody else, I don't remember. I don't know what I was doing. So I apologize to all you who were offended by that. I know many of you were offended. But I was in a hurry because I was doing dishes and I was trying to get that done and I was sending out Zwitter posts and I was trying to get back to the couch so I could sweat and almost have a heart attack during the second half of the game. Let's look at the stats, why don't we? Like I said, Purdue is 20-2. and two. They beat Northwestern 105-96. to 96. Chris Collins thrown out of the game in the closing minutes of overtime thanks to him. Uh, the thing that kills me about Chris Collins, well, you can say Purdue, had, Purdue got a lot of fouls in the second half. The refs did everything they effing could to give that guy what he wanted. And if you watch Northwestern away from the ball, and please do. I encourage you to do it. Northwestern fans, Purdue fans, if you watch it on tape, Watch Northwestern away from the ball. Watch what they did to Zach Eady. He would come down and they would hug him. And not because they love him, but Zach is lovable. But they would hug him. And then they, the guy who would leave, because they would throw switching man-to-man, and then they'd bracket him after that. Then the next guy would come up and throw an elbow, not, not a nice forearm, which is legal, but throw a hard elbow into his ribs. I can't imagine what that guy feels like the day after games like this. But Northwestern, Chris Collins started, he, they, the refs pretty much gave him the, the whistle for a little while. Mason Gillis had three phantom fouls in a row. If That's another one. Go watch those and tell me I'm wrong. Three phantom fouls. They didn't make any damn sense. Just to make sure Northwestern got to the free throw line a couple times. It doesn't have to be even, guys, girls. doesn't have to be even when a team is playing that style of play. This is what Chris Collins does with Purdue because he knows he can right? We're going to beat the shit out of him. We're going to use all of our fouls up and then we're going to let Boo Booey do his thing if the game's close. And gosh darn it was way too close. Thank God. Thank God Booey missed that one shot coming down the stretch there at the, in the final, his final drive of regulation. Purdue tried to get a timeout. Wasn't awarded. It shouldn't have been awarded. It would have been with like 0.2 seconds, 0.19 seconds. They don't go that deep into the decibels or de- decimals. But it wouldn't have been enough time to run the offense. So they went to overtime where Purdue did something they hadn't done in about 10 minutes, which was have a two-possession lead. That was a big deal. Like I said, Barry, great player. 25 points. Barry has 25 points and five what, five boards, three assistances, no turnovers. Son of a gun. Barnizer, 14 points in spite of the fact he was in foul trouble for much of the game. Bowie, 25 points, eight assists, four turnovers. And the turnovers, by the way, his four turnovers were all in the first 10 minutes of the game. He was nails for, what, 35 minutes. Nails. He was great. He's truly great. And if I were Boo Booey, I would do everything I could to play Purdue the rest of my career. Just keep coming. Dress up in different jerseys. Keep coming. Play Purdue. Go crazy. Trey Kaufman-Wren showed a little bit of life in the second half. He's been pretty quiet the last few games. Had five points just in the second half, but that's it. Uh, like I said, Fletcher Lawyer, he did most of his work in the first half, 15 points, a couple assists, a couple turnovers. Lance Jones, pretty big game, pretty gutsy game, uh, did his thing, 26 points. Uh, let's see, I'm going to see this. Free throws, he was 5 of 6. He was clutch down the stretch. But 26 points didn't stuff the stat sheet necessarily. A rebound, an assist. I'm still sweating for being stressed out. Um, and then you had uh, Gillis, who played through rolling his ankle yet again. Keeps rolling his ankle. Keeps playing. Um, that one looked bad. If you've ever rolled your ankle, you can empathize with that one. Um, 
wearing pink shoes tonight. Uh, 14 points, four rebounds, two steals, a block. Had a couple turnovers, though. And then, of course, let's get to Edie. Brews, All-American, reigning player of the year, repeat player of the year, 30 points, 15 rebounds, three assists, a block, but two turnovers. Okay, I was way off again. No, I wasn't. I was right. Eight of 17 from the free throw line. So, that you miss, miss nine free throws, that's not good. So, let's say, let's tighten things up, make six of those. The game's really not in doubt, I think, coming down regulation. Uh, although a couple of them were in, the, in overtime. He was emphatic in overtime. He, he played big when uh, Purdue needed him most. That's a big deal. So big players do. He was an absolute boss there in the second half. Purdue had the turnover problem again. Braden Smith, though, gosh darn it. It's, there's so many players to talk about. Braden Smith, 11 points, 16 assists, only two turnovers. That is a monster game. Braden Smith got snubbed a day ago, or was it today? Regardless, by the uh, Cousy Award. He comes out and does a Bob Cousy thing. 16 daggone assists. Awesome. Only two turnovers. Purdue had seven turnovers in the first half. According to my count, they finished with just 10. So they tightened things up in the, first, in the second half. That's all, that's all good. The big problem for Purdue tonight, big problem, was free throw shooting. Shot 63%. I said 72% should be the break-even point. They're about 72.5% on the season. Three-point, shot it well. 47%. <clears throat> all good. But Northwestern, 52% from three. Uh, Purdue out-rebounded Northwestern. Not much surprise there. It's what they do, and they out-rebound them by a lot. 36 to 20. What? 36 to 22. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit. Let me look at your comments. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for making this part of your post-game ritual. Sorry I was late, but I wanted to do a fun graphic of a baby crying in purple. And uh, it's as good as I could do in that much time. Ted Berkey, first one there. Nice drink. Uh, I have an Obama 12-year scotch. I don't know what that is. What label is that? Because Obama is not a distiller, I don't believe. I think I've got a an old-fashioned with uh, Old Forester in it. Old Forester rye. Good stuff. Cheers to you. Frail Hammer says, Chris Collins Appreciation Hour. Yeah, I, what, a, what a great human being. Let's not forget, Chris Collins last year, so a year ago, in the game at Northwestern, grabbed Fletch Lawyer's arm during a play. He, of course, was not suspended. He wasn't punished. He wasn't teched. He wasn't awarded a foul for being on the court and grabbing a player that's active. Nothing happened to him. And today, he goes apeshit, gets a double tech. I mean, the game should have been over. I think there were two seconds left they gave it when. So Purdue created a little more space in than actually. It was actually there. Got four free throws. Zach Young says, never doubt. Yeah, right on, man. Never doubt. Jeff says, what the hell? I don't know, Jeff. John uh, Roberts with a D. Uh, clearly the referees do not like Mason Gillis standing with his arms up in the air. Like he just don't care. He does, that's true. They don't like that at all. Um, Patrick Gotchel says, clink, clink, cheers. Boilermaker 63, boiler up. Collins getting ejected almost made it worth, uh, made it, watching that mess worth it almost. Not quite. Vincent Mostert, six, six for six in overtime. 11 for 13 from the line was, was huge. Yeah, the, um, tightening things up in overtime was good. I don't know. I, okay, so I'm going to try to follow my own advice that I gave. Enjoy the wins. They are big. It's tough to win in the Big Ten. But darn it, that'll test you right there, won't it? That'll test you. 
Uh, Todd Schleister says, my favorite play was Zach uh, blind screening that dude who tried to flop twice. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, Barry. Um, and when Barry rolled his ankle when he tried to kick out on Morton, I was like, that's what you get for kicking out. Sorry. That's, part, that's the risk you take, dude. You want to you wanna draw fouls by sacrificing your landing feet? Okay. All right. And then the next play later, Zach sets a mother screen. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Steve Scheffler setting screens at midcourt or even older than that, um, uh, Jim Rowinski setting these crushing screens as Purdue would run up the court back in the in the mid '80s, mid early mid '80s, mid '80s, that he's done this a couple times this year, and it reminds me of. I don't know why nobody on their team uh, calls out screens anymore. IU didn't call it out for Xavier Johnson today. Northwestern did not help their pal Barry out by yelling out the screen, but they did not. Um, uh, Nita Beanverse says he's on. Uh, he or she is on team of being on, on team ice clink. I'm not afraid to say it. Well, God bless you. I'm on that, too. I wish I could cool down. I am so warm. Uh, this uh, home field apparel sweatshirt is keeping me warm, and it's probably not. I've got a home field. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I've got a home field apparel T-shirt underneath. This is, this is nice. Why not cool down? It's after dark. Let's slip into something more comfortable. All right. Uh, Ted Burke again says, refs were bad on both sides. I agree. Missed a few calls that should have gone Purdue's way, uh, and human make mistakes. Folks on the game, yeah, the um, yeah the, the the refs are refs. They're Big Ten refs, NCAA refs. That, so the, by default, they are what they are. Aaron Patigo says, to be fair, who hasn't wanted to scream at Courtney Green? I agree, everyone. So yes, Painters wanted to do it. You and I have wanted to do it. Chris Collins wanted to do it tonight. He just kind of really dug in and enjoyed it. I mean, he, one thing if you're going to get a tech, get your money's worth, and he walked off. And congratulated Purdue and uh, everybody. So that's nice of him. I got to tell you, I don't care because I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember him asking for forgiveness for doing what he did against the lawyer. And he went down like 15 rungs. I didn't like him to begin with because he's a Duke guy. And so tonight I was like, okay, keep digging your hole, jackass. I like disliking you. I'm in. I'm in for all that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Boiler Bugle says, I was at work till 7, so you missed a couple, you know, a little bit of it. This win made my day much better. Word. Uh, Andy in Colorado, good evening. Sure, I'm glad to win the nail brighter. Same. Uh, let's see. Judith Johnson, no deep breaths here either. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, it was tough to gather, gather your breath. Chris Harder, who was in the building, says, look at that butte. And I think he's talking about the, I think he's talking about the drink. Um, Chris, one note, my... My coaster. So, thought you might appreciate that. All right. Um, Ed Albanese says, what is Northwestern doing that they are taking us to the wire? It seems like Northwestern has our number. I'm telling you, it's all guard-heavy uh, guys that can score. They're skilled. Their guards are really good. They're really good. So, uh, I'm not going to take that away from them. So, it's this simple. Purdue needs to figure out how to do something about it. And Purdue's got some defensive discrepancies. A lot of syllables right in a row. I did a good job on that. Well done, B. Dowd. Um, but playing guards that can score, there are not many guards as good as Boo Booey, period. There, are, there just aren't. Guys that can score, there aren't many in America that are as good as him. And Barry is also very good. Um, Nolm23, what's going on with Colvin? His defense can't be much worse than Lawyers and Morton's. I, I, I thought tonight would have been a great night, especially in the first half to see two to three minutes of Colvin, especially when you had Jones 
So there's an interesting thing. I said that. I literally texted Jay about that. Said I'd like to see Colvin for a couple minutes right now. Right away, Morton got two steals. I mean, right away. You, you may remember that that moment in the first half, and pretty easy to find it. Because I think was it Lawyer or Jones who had just gotten his second foul. So they were both out of the game. So there's minutes to be found there, and uh, he didn't get many. Heidi got a lot of minutes. I didn't see. Let, we can check on that real quick together. Let's do that. Heidi had 15 minutes of play. Morton had 21, though. That That's really Morton filled in admirably on defense. But he is not a threat to score on offense anymore. Anyway, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Boiler D says, I think Morton should look to drive more. Agreed. That's good timing. Aaron uh, Pedigo, 8 of 17. Edie was 8 of 17. Yep, you guys are answering that. Sorry, you're, you're, I'm catching up to you. Uh, Jalen says, Cullen said in the pregame they were going to use all 15 fouls and his bigs had to give all of the 15 fouls the bigs had to give and then complained about them getting fouls called on him. Yep, this is the bullshit that I'm talking about, guys and girls. And excuse my language, I've let it fly a couple times. I was in bad, I was, I was angry, I was raging tonight. Someone asked if, if we would do a, um, if we would do a stream of us watching games, and we've talked about it, but tonight was not not a good place to be. Yeah, so you so you employ the the idea that you're going to use all your fouls. You say that, and they, I think on on Northwestern's YouTube feed, I think I saw that as well. So you're gonna employ the foul as much as possible. Dare the refs to call of them. Then they call them. The fouls start mounting. And then it's almost like you're like, we had a deal at the end of the game. No more fouls. That's what it felt like to me. So I'm with you. I'm with you. MHC says, Fenwick, Castring, Rye helps during a game like this. Yes, Fenwick's. And where have you found it, MHC? I can't find it. It's great stuff. Great stuff. My bottle is gone. Uh, Matt Hollister says, Chris Collins is a clown. We can all meet in that space. And I don't, I, I'm sure you're a Northwestern fan. I'm just kidding. But I would think that was that was bothersome. Um, Aaron Pedigo says Collins went Francon. Uh, he did go off. Brian T, second game in a row where it felt like it could have easily been a loss. I agree. Happy it's still a W. Northwestern is a tough matchup. That's all I can say. My wife tried to exp- tried to get me to explain what's the difference between a team being better than your favorite team and a tough matchup. And I said, well, it all comes down to their skill set versus your skill set. And Northwestern, like I said, guard heavy, heavy guys that can score. Guys with the ball in the hand. So they're coming up the court with the ball in the hand. They've got Boo Booey who can score, and he garners tons of attention, and he can dish. And Purdue's strength, I would argue, is what? Second or third guard trying to guard a guy like Boo Booey, right? So on a switch, which they're going to do, Collins runs lots of that. Purdue is in a pickle, Right. When Bowie gets into rhythm, Purdue's in big trouble. And we saw it tonight again, yet again, right? Purdue gets a little lead, and then they just charge back like this. Both teams scored in bunches. In the first half, at one point, Northwestern was up five. In like a second, Purdue was up eight. Then Purdue lost the lead, pushed it back out to eight. Purdue can score. Northwestern can score. They do it different ways. So it's a bad matchup. Ancient Atomic Immortality says, yeah, the system is rigged for Purdue. Uh, I don't know what this... Uh, there's no rigging. I can tell you that. Um, I think we just went blank. I think you get a couple more. Your boy, Max G. Um, 
Chirp to the rev of Divas Dakota. I'm going to get through these. Uh, you guys got so many. Thanks for being here. Uh, Kevin Post says 16 assists, double double. Take that, Koozie. Yeah, in your face, Koozie Committee. Whoever, who the heck is on that committee that doesn't put Braden Smith? In case you don't know that, the Koozie Committee, I don't know who's on that committee. I don't know how many people are on it, but they, they didn't put Braden Smith on it. Some of, it's not the fact they didn't put Braden Smith on the, the finalist list, it's that they did and they put some guys on there. You're like, have you watched basketball this season? Some of those guys are just names at this point. Um, John Hillary says, there are a lot of people posting screenshots and clips online of Lance with his arm around Northwestern guy. Oh, yeah, I know the one. What you're uh, cutting off a second or two because the foul had already happened. So John is talking about Lance was trapped in the corner on the last inbounds play. The defender, uh, I can't remember what it was, he sticks his right knee out to stop the play, which is illegal. That's a block. Um, and Lance hooks around that right leg that's already in position. Could the refs have called it on Lance? Because I've had my son say it to me and somebody else said it to me. Yes, they could have. Could the refs call a foul on every play on the offense? Sure they could. Will they? You hope not. I mean, I don't know what else to say. When a team is beating you up, when a team's beating you up, physically doing what Northwestern set out to do, there's a lot of fouls, and you have to do something. If you don't do something to counteract it, Meaning they're not letting you flow. You're not playing basketball at that point, right? Purdue, it's funny. Purdue has become a team that teams try to get them into that nasty game where Tennessee's done it this year. Um, Wisconsin will do it. Wisconsin will do it. Uh, a lot of teams have done it. They try to drag Purdue down. And Northwestern did it tonight where they just say, okay, we're going we're gonna to dare officials to call it. What are you supposed to do there? Let them take the ball out of your hands? I mean... Sure, it could have been a foul. I agree, it could have been. Alfred Dowd says, take the W, run with it. Word. Where's my dad? Um, let's see. Ben Carnahan says, uh, woo, Poppins pals, right on. It's the best bar in all of Indiana. Chris Felt says, I cannot, uh, I cannot be, it cannot be defensive issues keeping Colvin off the court. Has to be other circumstances. Lawyer is no D specialist. And this is a fair point. Lawyer's not a good defender, I don't think. Uh, lawyer is really heady. He does what he can. He's not a good defender. And he shows he's not a good defender. He's a great offensive player. He does the right things. And he's playing better. Both he and Jones are playing their best basketball. So that's of note, right? This Colvin thing, though, I understand why people's eyebrows are up. I don't have an answer. None of us really have an answer. And conjecture isn't going to guess anywhere. So I'm not going to do too much of it. But I think Colvin deserved a couple minutes. So I'm with you guys. John Best says, what's up with slipping on the floor? Yeah, there was one part that either, um, I think it was just, it was wet. That they didn't dry it off. I think there's one place on the floor, it was a little bit like baseline right side. Players slipped a lot. So, uh, it's not good. Uh, Greg McManus says, hello, Hugh. Um, Shane Hinkle says, Jones with 26, career high. Stats were incredible tonight both ways. Let's stress this. Jones is getting better every single game. I think we're at four straight games where he's just gotten better. That it's it's very important. And more than that, and I'm not kidding. Watch the dude, the, the the joy that dude plays with. I think it's so important for this team to have a guy that just enjoys what he's doing. As this team languishes and says, "Oh shit, here we go again. This is what we've done before." Jones is like, "I'm just happy to be here." And I think he's right. He just, he feels blessed to be in that place. Um, let's see. Matthew Keller says they shot 14 of 27 from three. He's talking about Northwestern. 
Miss, uh, oh wait, that's Purdue. But missed 17 free throws, still won by nine. Crazy night. So this is like the second or third game in three where you've had some statistical anomalies happen and Purdue's found a way to win. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that other than good teams find ways to win. I don't like I don't like it when games at Mackey are close. Call me crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they won because I don't like Northwestern. Oh, uh, Michael JB says Lance Jones' uh, shots were incredible late when uh, down five. Yeah, he, he had a couple savers where it felt like the game was teetering so badly. Edie, 73rd straight game with 10 points, by the way. So he's uh, he just pound, passed Ma- Mount. Easy for me to say. I think he passed Mount for double-digit, uh, uh, straight double-digit game, 73 in his career. Pretty impressive. Uh, who's Johnny says Boo Boo is amazing. Yes, he is, and he is an absolute Purdue killer. He's 24 years old, um, and he's really skilled. And it's really hard to beat those vets who, when they figure it out, man, oh man. Brian T, uh, another game where second half is substantially worse than the first. Um, this is it's not just one, I don't know if I'd say second half was substantially worse than the first because where do you put overtime in that case? It wasn't like Purdue hit a wall and they were just done. Because um, in overtime, Purdue was substantially better. But this is what Purdue does, though, right? They look to attack a team, get a lead, and then they do let, let their foot off the gas, whatever you want to say. I hope in the final game um, in Arizona that they don't do that. See, that's a joke. Because what I'm saying is, damn it, they're still second-best team in America. Of course we're going to pick them apart because we're fans, and this is what we do, and we watch it too much, and we take it too seriously. And we've seen it over and over. And when a team shows a propensity to do the same thing, it's so wild to me that you have a team a year later doing the same thing they did last year. And this team is doing a very similar thing that it did um, early in the season. Some of the stuff, especially with Northwestern, brings out that bad stuff. So I understand all of us starting to look at it with a sharp eye. Here's the thing, though. They got 20 wins and two losses. And so I get what you're saying, but... Damn it. Uh, pretty pretty nice to be 20 and 2. Um, what about the call? No, the first half. Call and sit down. Yeah. Um, there's lots of things we could complain about. Sean Stevenson says, I'll call you crazy and anyone else who hit, who hits the like button. Is that? I think I read that. I'll call you crazy and anyone else who hits the like button. I'll call you crazy and hit. I don't know. But hit the like button, sure. Uh, Lynn Weather says, I can't stand Northwestern. Me neither. Daniel Nelson says, two games in a row where we should have lost, in my opinion, because of being inefficient in multiple areas. You're always looking for something that is different than last year. Winning these games is. Okay, Daniel, good. Bright side. That's good. Yeah, winning a game like that, winning a game where you're not playing your best basketball, I still... I'm waiting for the game where Purdue plays, everybody plays their best basketball. I don't know if we're going to get it, but I think they have it in them to beat a team by 40-something points. Um, I kind of would have liked to like for it to be Northwestern, not been stressed out, but Northwestern's too good and employed some smart tactics to make it happen. And so uh, we still lose. Brent T., uh, Mercy, that was stressful, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, let's see. All right, so let's let's do this. Let's look ahead real quickly, and then we're going to call it a night. Um, Purdue's got Wisconsin.
Wisconsin next? Yeah, Wisconsin at Wisconsin on the 4th. And then they got IU at Mackey on the 10th. So they got a nice break in between, six days. Right now, you've got still a good break. The second half of the season has more space in it. I wish the Big Ten would figure out scheduling. It'd be great if they did. But instead, you have weird long lapses, you know, times to take your foot off the gas or take a deep breath, however you want to say it. In the first half, it felt like you were playing game after game after game. But this is supposedly the time where Purdue can get healthy and get better. Some of the th- How about this, guys, girls? A year ago this time, end of January, beginning of February, this is right when all of us were very concerned. Maybe it was a week from now. We're very concerned about Lawyer and Smith, correct? How do you feel right now? I feel better about them as a duo. I feel better like, well, a guy just got 16 assists. That's okay. I want, I want Smith to play with a massive chip on his shoulder like all small guys can do and be like, yeah, you guys snubbed me and I'm going to shove it up your rear end now. So I hope he does it. Um, and I hope all of his teammates rally around that idea um, that he was snubbed and he deserves better and he does deserve some commendation for what he's done and what he is doing. In the meantime, Zach Eady needs to take a couple extra free throws. This isn't the first game he's done this. He's done this a couple times where he's been off. This was exceptionally bad, though. Um, and granted, when you're getting beaten on, like I said, this is like, have you ever seen Airplane when Kareem starts talking about, what's he say, dragging the, is it Bill Russell up and down the court? Does he go back that far? I don't know. Regardless. Edie takes some, takes some stuff. He deals with some stuff, and he, he plays through it. He's a tough guy. Um, Matt Keller says Wisconsin's going to be tough. It is, if you like history, which I do. Matt Painter is one of the very few coaches in the league that does quite well at the Cole Center. Um, throw it all out. It's a, throw all that out. It's a different team. Purdue better be ready. Um, and these games are important, like I said. If you're into seeding, if you're into Big Ten championships, potential Big Ten championships, these next two games matter. Um, I used to be really big into seeding. I'm not that big into seeding anymore <laughs> after last year. Uh, London Weather says, not concerned at all uh, about our guards. Literally, we hit free throws, and this game is comfortable. And I agree. I agree. Do your little things first, right? Hit the free throws, and the game's not close in, in the closing minutes. I agree. And it wasn't just Edie, but Edie was a big part of it. Um, Yeah. Vincent Most says, lawyer was great on offense, but Wolf on defense. Uh, Bill Lambeer. Thank you, Peter, Peter Miller. Yeah, Kareem has to bra- drag Bill Lambeer up and down the court over and over. Edie has to drag generic goon up and down the court over and over and over. And boy, are there some generic goons in the Big Ten. The Big Ten can throw out the generic goons at Zach Edie all day long. Just, just issue fouls like a freaking factory. Just... Bang, bang, bang. I, I suggest you go back and watch the game. Go back and watch the game. Watch away from the ball. Watch the contact that was happening in the first 20 minutes. Regardless of which team you're on, which team you root for, if you don't root for either one, just go watch that and tell me everything's A-OK in college basketball. It's not. Um, yeah, so that's it. 35 minutes. Easy peasy, wrapping it up. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, thank you to Homefield Apparel. Thank you to 
AJ's, eatajs.com. I don't know if I said their, their website. Um, I do appreciate all you guys from tuning in. Like I said, it's great to, great to get together. Love your comments. Uh, there were so many. I was overwhelmed, inundated. Uh, Nolum23. I didn't read this comment, and, I'm, and I don't know if I've given this enough. And I hope I've given it enough, but I want to say it. Nolum23 says it, Final Four for Gene. I can't stress how much I want to see a Final Four for Gene Katie. Can't stress it. And we're so far away from it and so close to it at the same time. Time goes fast, especially when you're up in your upper 40s and older. But time also goes slow because we've got four days till the next game. So we've got to wait until get through that one and then get through IU and just kind of get in the rhythm. But you know what it is. It's snowball. Things start moving. It gets really fun. I feel like I'm having, I will say this, I am having more fun in late January this year than I was last year. And you guys can go check the film. Call me on it if, if you think I'm wrong. But I think I'm having more fun right now than I was a year ago. So I hope you are too. Um, I appreciate you being here. Um, Greg McManus says UConn is in a close one with FS1 at their place. UConn, uh, yep, 37-36, tons of time. Low-scoring game uh, at UConn versus Providence. And UConn's up by one. Uh, UConn is a team that they, they flirt with losing a lot. They do this. And then they find ways at the end. That's what good teams do. That's right. That's what we are just saying, right? Good teams do that. So, um, but they're good. They they got a lot of talent. Uh, oh, my goodness. Providence guy just pulled up from about 27, 28 feet. He missed. But I got to tell you, if there's one thing I don't like about basketball, it's dudes pulling up from 27 or 30 feet. I... I'm sorry, that is a low percentage shot regardless, unless you're Steph Curry. There's one guy, and everybody tries to be like Steph Curry, but don't do that. That's one thing Purdue hasn't really adopted since Boogie <laughs> since Boogie and Ivy uh, are both gone, thank God, because it, it frustrates the hell out of me. It's not a good shot. I mean, that shot literally, if you take that shot, there should be half of a second left in the shot clock. There's no other reason to take it. It's not a good thing. Because the rebound, if you miss it, when you miss it, it's going to come so far off that they're off to the races and you're in big trouble and you're out of position. So, yeah, Reggie Miller could do it. Sure, Reggie Miller could do it. Okay, Reggie Miller could do it. Steph Curry can do it. That's a generation between those two. Um, and Carson Edwards could do it in the NCAA tournament, That's uh, which is weird. So, had to break Steph Curry's uh, records. Again, I will sign off for real this time. God bless you. Hammer down. Talk to you soon. See you in four days, maybe less. Who knows? Bye-bye.